It is Tuesday, November 10th, 2020, and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Hope everybody had a good weekend. I'm back. This is uh, late on this Tuesday um, after a long weekend to close out the NASCAR season. Today on the show, we'll look back at the World of Outlaws Sprint Car Finale, cover off on Aaron Reitzel and Tanner Carrick's new rides, update you on the US MTS weekend, uh, and more. But first, this episode is brought to you by Blood Lubricants. Blood carries a high-performance line of synthetic racing oils, and they've got you covered for all sorts of dirt racing applications. Engine oils, gear oils, suspension fluid, cleaning products, you name it, they've got it. Sprint car driver Brock Zierfoss uses blood products, and he says since switching to the bloodline, they have seen significant improvements in their engines and rear ends after putting them to the test night in and night out under extreme load and heat. They've got a great racer support program that offers discounts on products plus free swag, and they support hundreds of racers across many divisions throughout the country. To check out the support program, find out more information, or to buy, visit bloodlubricants.com. That's B-L-U-D, lubricants.com. If you'd like to receive 25% off most products, use code DIRT at checkout. That's D-I-R-T, all caps, at checkout. Looking back to the weekend, the World of Outlaws Sprint Cars took to the dirt track at Charlotte Friday and Saturday night for the last call and the final two nights of the season. Pride Sweet entered with a 46-point advantage over Logan Schuhart in the standings, and Schuhart needed Sweet to have issues both nights to have a shot. In the end, though, that didn't happen. On Friday night, David Gravel led all 30 laps of a feature that had several cautions in the early going before racing settled out. It was Gravel's third straight win at Charlotte, and the victory kept his Jason Johnson racing team in the fight for the team championship headed to Saturday. In the driver points, Sweet finishing fourth ahead of Shuhart in sixth was all it took for Sweet to wrap up the 2020 championship. Your top five on Friday was Gravel winning, Sheldon Hoddenshield second, Donnie Schatz third, Brad Sweet fourth, and Kyle Larson finished fifth. Larson was never a factor during the feature. He had a mid-pack qualifying effort. He kind of played catch-up all night long after that. Saturday night, Brad Sweet led early from the pole, but Logan Schuhart took over on lap three and never looked back, leading the rest of the way to take the win on the final night of the season. Sweet was second, David Gravel third, Kerry Madsen fourth, and Brian Brown finished fifth. Shout out to Brownie on his top five run to close out the season. He's had a rough go this year. Um, that was actually his first World of Outlaws top five since back at Volusia in February. Sweet's second place finish was good enough to see him lock up the team championship for his Casey Kane racing team. So after it looked like we might have drama in both the driver and the team championships. Actually, we didn't end up having any drama at all. Sweet came into Charlotte and did what he needed to do to take down both titles. The 2020 championship is the second one for Sweet and his second in a row. Congratulations to him and his team for another excellent season. The other storyline from the weekend that got some run was just how much dust there were, uh, how much dust there was over the two sprint car nights. Word of Outlaws race director Mike Hess tweeted uh, that the racetrack actually tried some new dirt um, and it certainly didn't work out for whatever reason. The red clay that, that makes up that surface there at Charlotte has always been pretty dusty, um, but this was obviously by far worse than we've seen in, uh, in even in recent years. Um, I know some drivers weren't super thrilled about it. There were screenshots from people on social media, from Dirt Vision, uh, a lot of chatter about that, but I'm sure the Charlotte uh, folks will get that rectified and that won't be a problem going forward. Certainly a lot of smart folks there kind of involved in both sides of it. I'm sure they'll get that rectified. Um, tomorrow on the show, I'll, I'll kind of dig into some of the World of Outlaws season by the numbers. Uh, there's a ton of stats and things that I'd like to kind of check out and, and take a look at how the season ended up finishing up. And uh, we'll certainly dig into more of that tomorrow when we have some more time. 
Speaking of the Outlaws, the 2020 driver team combination picture got clearer on Friday with the announcement that Aaron Reitzel will join Roth Motorsports uh, to drive the 83 full-time with the World of Outlaws in 2021. Reitzel had driven the previous three seasons with Boffman Reitzel Motorsports full-time with the All-Star Circuit of Champions. Uh, if you'd like to go back and check out my conversation with team owner Josh Boffman, uh, that was the most recent episode of Dirt Tracker Conversations. We talked a lot about the run uh, that the two of those guys had together as a team. Uh, Reitzel already has multiple outlaw wins in his career and is coming to the series full-time um it's certainly been talked about a lot in recent years um you know he, he's had so much success in in other series and at a lot of uh, big time racetracks he kind of just wondered how long it would be before he would move full-time uh, into outlaw competition. You know, and the chatter was always that he he didn't want to do it because his kids were still young and he wanted to be around with his kids more. Um, and it kind of sounds like this opportunity to jump in the Roth car was something he couldn't pass up. That Roth team has struggled a little bit this year. Um, you know, with Darren Pittman behind the wheel earlier in the season, they had that lone win back at Lawton. You know, and then Darren gets out of the car and they've had a couple of different drivers uh, in Spencer Basement, uh, Spencer Basement and Dominic Selzy here to finish out that season. Uh, so it'll be interesting to kind of see how that goes next year you know Reitzel certainly a talented guy definitely has an aggressive style uh, I think it'll certainly be fun to watch a uh, night in night out against uh, you know the full slate of outlaw guys sweet you know shot shoe harp gravel you know these guys that are going to be full-time with the series next year it'll I think certainly amp up the competition a little bit it'll be uh, fun to see what he'll be able to do in that car in other driver news, Tanner Carrick is returning to Keith Coons Motorsports to complete the 2020 USAC Midget season out on the West Coast. Carrick is currently seventh in the national midget standings and has competed all season with Petrie Motorsports. Uh, but that combination recently split up and now Carrick is heading back to KKM. Uh, he drove uh, for Keith Coons uh, from 2017 through 2019. Uh, the USAC Midgets are in action this weekend at Arizona Speedway for two nights. We'll talk about that later in the week as well. USMTS Modifieds wrapped up their 2020 slate over the weekend at RPM Speedway in Texas. Brandon Shepard, who was fresh off of closing out his World of Outlaws late model championship last week, uh, jumped into the fray with the series and won both Friday and Saturday night to add another $8,000 in winnings to his season total. Uh, I can't remember exactly what the number is on his wins right now, but he's got to be pretty close to 40, kind of that 35 to 40 range on the season as well. Uh, in the end, though, with USMTS, Rodney Sanders was crowned series champion for the fourth time in in his career and Tanner Mullins was named rookie of the year. Uh, if you'd like to check out more with the USMTS, check out usmts.com. I know it's actually kind of late in the day, so this probably doesn't matter as much, but the streaming schedule is quiet today. Uh, only USAC 24-7 happening over at Flow Racing. You can see that daily schedule along with links to watch every single day over at dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. Uh, things will be back to regular uh, starting with tomorrow's show Wednesday. Uh, still plenty of dirt racing going on, and I think for now I'll probably keep putting out daily shows where there are still things to talk about. Um, and, you know, If that changes, things slow down, You know, maybe we'll slow the cadence down a little bit, but for the time being we'll continue doing daily shows if it changes, I'll let you know. Uh, and thanks to everybody for the continued support. Actually, over the weekend, we went over 150,000 downloads, 150,000 total downloads of the show, um, which is pretty freaking cool, I think, uh, especially since I didn't start the show uh, until February this year. So I don't even have a full year on it yet. And we're already over 150,000 downloads. Uh, really, really, really cool. So uh, thanks to everybody that listens, that leaves reviews, uh, that emails, tweets, all of that stuff. Uh, I certainly appreciate everybody. Uh, that's it for today. Uh, you can find Dirt Tracker Daily on 
on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or where you get podcasts. Please subscribe and leave a review. You can also watch the show every day on YouTube and Facebook. You can email the show at info at dirttracker.com, and you can follow along at facebook.com slash dirttracker, twitter.com slash dirttracker, and the website itself, dirttracker.com. You can follow me personally on Twitter at Justin underscore Fiedler. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily. Thank you.